President Joe Biden shocked everyone this week by making the claim that not all the bishops and not even Pope Francis are resisting tax-funded abortions in America. And I came on live with you guys and I said, you know, this is a great opportunity for the United States bishops and for Pope Francis to come out and say, nope, you know what? We are pro-life. We don't want tax-funded abortion. Well, Francis hasn't come out and corrected yet. But I'm very happy to announce that the president of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB, has come out firing back and responding to President Joe Biden. Before we get into that, I just want to run the clip of President Biden so you can see exactly what he said, he said just in case you missed my show earlier this week. And by the way, that's a great opportunity. Go ahead and subscribe and like so you don't miss any more great content. All right, here it is. Now, what, what's going on here is the the correspondent for EWTN is saying Catholic bishops are demanding that federal tax dollars not fund abortion, and Biden says that's not true, and it's not true for the Pope. There is a helicopter in the background, so you have to listen carefully, but there are... Uh, Subtitles and roll it. Run it again. No, they are not all doing that. Catholic bishops are demanding a federal tax, nor is the Pope doing that. Now, as you know, President Joe Biden is perhaps one of the most, maybe the most pro-abortion president of all time, despite him saying that he is a devout Catholic, that he was an altar boy, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of photos and pictures of him and the Pope. He likes to put them up. Here's Biden with his son, Hunter Biden, also, according to them, a devout Catholic meeting with Pope Francis. And, you know, it's just sad that when Roe v. Wade was overturned in America, what did he do as a so-called Catholic president? He jumped on the mic and said, we need to defend pro-choice. We need to defend and restore Roe v. Wade and make it a constitutional right to murder the innocent in America, even up until during birth is their agenda. It's really sick. It's really sick. And yet the Pope has said nothing about this. So I'm very happy to see that Archbishop Broglio is countering President Biden. And I'm going to read now that counterstatement by Archbishop Broglio. This is from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops website. Quote, earlier this week, President Joe Biden responded to a reporter's question about the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops' opposition to taxpayer funding of abortion. The reporter said Catholic bishops are demanding that federal tax dollars not fund abortion. And Joe Biden responded, no, they are not all doing that, nor is the Pope doing that. Archbishop Timothy Broglio of the Archdiocese for the Military Services issued the following statement, quote, As we are taught by Jesus, human life is sacred. God calls all us to 
defend and nurture life from the moment a new human being is conceived. The Catholic Church has been clear and consistent in this teaching. The Catholic bishops of the United States are united in our commitment to life and will continue to work as one body in Christ to make abortion unthinkable. As the Holy Father Pope Francis has said, it is not right to do away with a human being, however small, in order to solve a problem. It's like hiring a hitman. Taxpayer funding of abortion would force people of good conscience to participate in this grave evil against their will. It would contradict our right to live in accord with the tenets of our faith. Our nation is better than that. I pray that we will protect every child, no matter his or her age, and open our hearts to respond to mothers in need with love and support rather than the violence of abortion. End quote, Archbishop Timothy Broglio. So, our hats off to Archbishop Broglio. We thank you for representing our Lord Jesus Christ, 2,000 years of Catholic teaching. And I'm glad that Joe Biden was corrected. Here's what we need, though. Here is what we need. We need the bishops to directly address and discipline President Joe Biden. He's under their jurisdiction. Now, will they do that? The second thing we need is Pope Francis. He needs to come out and say, no, no, no. What Joe Biden says that I say is not true. Actions speak louder than words. Let's see what's going to happen here. So I'm going to open up the questions and the comments right now. And I'm going to ask you, here's our conversation starter. Is this enough? First off, are you surprised that the president of the USCCB responded so quickly and appropriately? I am. I'm very happy. Very happy about it. Are you surprised? Is it enough to just state Catholic teaching or do we need some discipline? And then do you think Pope Francis himself will correct the president of the most powerful nation on earth? All right. So those are the questions. We're waiting for everybody to come in for the questions. Make sure you like the video. If you're watching on Twitter, you want to hit that heart. If you're on Facebook, you want to like it and share it all over Facebook. And if you're on YouTube, give it the thumbs up. And... Make sure that you are subscribed and that you still are subscribed. Okay, heading over into the comments. Kathleen says, yes, I'm surprised. No, we need more. I agree with you, Kathleen. Very good. Fordham, you're not Catholic if you disrespect the Pope. Um, the Pope, Francis, says that there's nothing you can do to leave the church, which I believe is incorrect because Pius XII gave three sins apostasy, schism, and heresy that eject you out of the Catholic Church. So Francis is wrong on that. But if Francis says there's nothing you can do to not be Catholic and be out of the church, Fordham, Donington, why are you in disagreement with him? Why are you disrespecting the Pope by disagreeing with him? You know I'm being facetious. Kathy says, yes, I'm pleasantly surprised. I agree. I think it's great. Joe might call himself a Catholic, but his policies are not Christian. 
And by the way, that's, you know, can we honestly say, well, I'm a Catholic personally, but when it comes to my public job, I do things that contradict it. Can we, can we really do that? Is that really uh, true human integrity? Oneda on Facebook says, I'm surprised and pleased President Biden needs to be publicly excommunicated. I won't hold my breath waiting for the Pope. Good. St. Robert Bellarmine, doctor of the church, says we must correct the Pope. Yes, and so does St. Thomas Aquinas. This is the teaching of the Catholic Church. It's not disrespectful. It's what we do. It's what we do. Teresa says, I'm grateful. Let's keep praying. I agree. We got to keep praying. Got to keep asking God. Matt Pelletier says, Paul corrected Peter. Remember? Correct. That was in Galatians chapter 2. You know your Bible. Well done. John Wick is back today. He says, your response is correct. Discipline is required if Biden refuses. Should discipline include excommunication of Biden? Of course it should. Of course it should. Let's say... Let's just change it here and say, Joe Biden says uh, we need to take a certain ethnicity, put them into concentration camps and kill them. And then we say, whoa, 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 you can't do that, Joe Biden. You can't kill people. That's a, And by the way, that's against Catholicism. You can't do that. And he said, well, you know, personally, I'm against it. But, you know, in the policy, people need to have the freedom to commit uh, a racial genocide. So I can't stop that. In fact, I'm going to take your tax money and I'm going to help fund it. How insane would that be? And would the bishop sit silently? Would the Pope remain silent? I hope not. I hope not. That's the analogy. I love you, doctor. We need to pray more for the Pope. Yes, we do. We must pray more for the Pope. Bald bra Integrity is the name of this person. Integrity demands consistency in public and private. I agree. We must be. We must integrate our our interior life with our exterior life. This is called faith and works. They have to align. They have to be in complete integrity with one another. Remember when Pope Benedict corrected Nancy Pelosi when she publicly stated that she and him never talked about abortion? don't remember that, actually. Tell me more. Connor's back today. Hey, Connor. The Pope needs to correct Biden in order to clarify for all the people that the church does not support this. I bet a lot of people have mis a misguided view on the church because of Biden and his influence. Exactly. You know, it's, it's not just like someone on Twitter said the Pope is not against tax funded abortion. It's the president of the United States who says he's a Catholic. That's who said it. If someone, if, if Joe Biden came out and said, Taylor Marshall, that guy on YouTube, he's so annoying. He is in agreement with me and he's not against tax funded abortion. You better believe that I would be streaming live on YouTube within the hour to correct Biden and save my reputation and set the record straight in defense of the unborn. You better believe that I would do that. 
How many days has it been now? Francis has said nothing. I would love to be proved wrong. Please prove me wrong, Pope Francis. Come on and say Biden is wrong and let me tell you what's right. Man, I would love to come back on to YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and say, aha, Francis did the right thing. Let's go. Here we go. That's what we want, right, Connor? Hope so. No longer a calamity girl. I'm 52 now. When I was 15, I left the church. My sister is a nun and 8M, maybe I'm, I'm the black sheep. Is God angry because I left the church? You must be in the church to be saved. There is no salvation outside the church. That's what the Catholic Church teaches. You need Jesus. You need the sacraments. This is like, you know, you're either, if there's a giant flood over the earth, you need to be in the boat. You can't tread water on your own and ascend to heaven. You need the sacraments. You need the church. So I pray and I ask everyone else to pray to encourage you to come back to the church because the church is the body of Christ. It is our connection, our cohesive connection to Jesus. Now, are there bad people in the Catholic Church? Yes. Are there bad popes, cardinals, bishops, priests, deacons, monks, nuns, and lay people, and presidents, and premiers, and senators? Yes, 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 yes. But we do not abandon Jesus just because Judas is in the room. What we do is, is we call Judas to repent, and if he won't repent, he's kicked out. And we remain inside the church with Jesus. We don't leave the church. That's the distinction. That's our conviction as Catholics. Dr. Marshall, did you see Bishop Barron article criticizing inclusivity? I did. And I think it's a good start, but why can't Bishop Barron be specific? That's like me saying, well, I just, I, I'm really against corruption um, amongst the priesthood, or I'm really against sexual sins amongst the clergy. Isn't everyone, right? Is inclusivity being abused to bring in so-called alter alternative lifestyles? Yes. Can you please, Bishop, be specific like Archbishop Brolio? Name names? Like, why are you writing forwards and blurbs for James Martin? Bishop Barron does that, by the way. Like, we want to know the specifics. Like, it seems that you promote and support those names in the church. So, I think it's a good start, but can we be specific? We're in a war right now. Generalities aren't going to get us anywhere. Isaac, isn't criticizing the Pope like criticizing God? No. <laughs> this is not Catholicism. This is not Catholicism. Criticizing the Pope is like criticizing God? How is that even the case? We do not believe popes are sinless. Popes go to confession. You know there are popes who have done wicked things in the last 2,000 years. God has never done a wicked thing. God has never sinned. 
God has never tempted anyone. God is all good, all pure, all beautiful. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, completely sinless. Human popes, sinners. St. Paul criticized and resisted St. Peter. Was Paul criticizing God? No. Where do people get this idea? It's not Catholic. It's not Catholic. Should we respect the Pope? Yes. Should we honor the Pope? Yes. Should we submit and obey to the Pope? Yes. Yes. Do we honor him as the successor of Peter? Yes. As the vicar of Christ? Yes. Are we required to do every single thing that he commands? If it's sinful or outside his jurisdiction, no, we don't. If the Pope says, Taylor Marshall, I want you to wear a pink wig to mass for the rest of your life, I'm going to disobey that command. I'm not disobeying God. Does that make sense? If the Pope says, I want you to go and arrest those people, those innocent people, put them in prison, and I know better, I don't obey it. I don't obey it. If the Pope says, go to this mass where there's a... uh, a priest who openly teaches heresy every Sunday, I do not go. This is Catholicism. The Pope is the guardian. He holds the keys to protect the dogma and the faith and to bring the lay people all united to the Roman apostolic see. That is the Pope's job. He's not divine. He's not sinless. He's not an oracle. Kathleen says, Pope Francis hires pro-aborts. You expect him to correct Biden? Why? I agree. It's a fact. It's a fact that Francis has appointed pro-abort people to congregations, to castries in Rome. It's a fact. Look at the Academy for Life. It's a complete joke under Francis. Octa non verba. Actions, not words. Brad Price makes it, please use your Jesuit voice. But Taylor, we need to be more ecumenical. Nope. How about we be more orthodox? How about we be more Catholic? How about we be concerned for the truth? How about we remind people that all the other religions that weren't founded by Jesus Christ are not the true religions and we need to follow the footsteps of Jesus in the one true church. Pete Capani. Is that Pete Capani I know? It is. Hey, Peter. We have the Pope and hierarchy we deserve. And in a way, that's true. We've been so sinful. But as a father, and I know you're a father too, Peter, um, my kids, I guess my kids have sinned, but my kids don't deserve child molester priests and popes and cardinals that teach heresy. Like, it's true. I mean, we don't deserve anything, but, I mean, look at ours, St. John Vianney. That was a sinful town, and they got the best priest of all time. So sometimes we got to just ask. On our own merits, we're not going to get the best. 
Do we have any power or can we write anyone about getting this heretic out of office? Who are you talking about? Biden? I mean, technically the Pope has the power to remove him from office. That's traditional Catholic teaching. That's an interesting, that's an interesting show right there. Maybe we should do that. Should Pope Francis deprive Biden of the presidency? Does he have that power? Traditional Catholic teaching is he has power over the temporal sphere. That'd be interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? If we had a Pope say, because Biden is, an, is non-repentant and I've challenged him and spoken to him, he's no longer president of the U.S. That'd be really something. Christine says, the gospel of Jesus, Jesus says, sin no more. Isn't that the challenge? That's a challenge for me. It's a challenge for you too. Is there habitual sin in our life that we have to remove? For me, there is. For me, there is. There's sin that I fall into, patterns I have fallen into. So I have to go to confession, right? I have to try to be holy, even though I'm not a saint. Mary Ann says on Facebook, Pope Francis is a lost soul. Pray for him every day, but more importantly, I pray for the purification of our church and country. Yes, these are the vehicles of righteousness and sanctity that we need in our world. His promise says, our Pope is too woke. I agree. As you know, woke means in conformity with the agenda of the WEF, globalism, the UN, the EU, etc. It's a problem, isn't it? Matt Pelletier says, with the death of Ben the 16th, may he rest in peace, is it possible the seat is now empty, said Eve Conte? It's possible. It is possible, but what we need are leading canonists like Cardinal Burke, uh, prominent cardinals like Cardinal Mueller to address this topic. We're just lay people. What good is it for me, a podcaster, to stream the Pope is not the Pope? The juridical and canonical consequences of that are profound. For example, if you live in a diocese where Francis appointed the bishop, is that guy the bishop still? Does he have jurisdiction to give faculties to priests in that area? Like you start to see that it's not just is the Pope the Pope. It's an ecclesiastical discussion that has grave outcomes. So I think we should always be careful. That's why you don't hear me saying the Pope is not the Pope. Is it possible that the cardinals begin an investigation and it leads to that outcome with canonical consequences? Of course it's possible, but it's not for us. And this is why you hear me beg the cardinals, please begin an investigation according to St. Robert Bellarmine's rules in his book to De Ecclesia, in which he says, if the Pope is suspect of tyranny or heresy, the 
Cardinals should begin the investigation. That should happen. Jesse C., we've already gone through this before with anti-popes. I agree, but, you know, the anti-popes, anti-popes are men saying they're pope and they're not really pope. The anti-popes were never really openly, directly promoting heresy. They were bad guys promoting schism, but changing the faith. I mean, sometimes anti-popes were actually orthodox. They were just in the wrong. I think this situation is different. From the 1960s till now, it's a unique situation. All right. Once I hear the Pope is going to Moscow, I'm buying a lighter. Yes. Yesterday I talked about the prophecy in the Garabandel prophecies that the Pope will go to, Ru- to go to Moscow, not just Russia, but go to Moscow. And when he returns to the Vatican, there'll be an outbreak of hostilities in Europe leading to some kind of chastisement. Uh, I will be talking to Glenn Hudson next week, so make sure you're subscribed and don't miss that show because he is in close contact with Conchita, the visionary of Garabondel, and he's going to answer all my questions regarding Garabondel, if it's legitimate, the warning, maybe we'll talk about three days of darkness, the miracle of the pine, all these things will be happening next week. So make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell. Joseph Ruley, when is your interview scheduled with Glenn Hudson? It's on Monday and I need to check my calendar, but I think it's on on, uh, noon central time, noon central time on Monday. So make sure you're subscribed. You'll be notified with a notification if you're subscribed. Should be a really good and solid show. Also, St. Blaise's feast day is here, is today. So St. Blaise, pray for us. As you know, we have a son named after St. Blaise. So it's his saint's day. If you would, please pray a Hail Mary. Uh, Eugenia says, any news on a podcast with Glenn Hudson? Yes, I just said, Glenn is coming on. Mr. Hudson is coming on on Monday at noon, God willing. He is all signed up and ready to go. Going back into the comments here. The wicked will self-fulfill and blame Russia. Russia is a big part of this, y'all. Both in Garabondel and in Fatima, Russia is the key player. And here we are in 2023, still happening. Teresa Aguilar, congratulations to your son, Dr. Taylor. Thank you so much. Everybody, please say Hail Mary for my son, Blaze. I'd love to have a thousand Hail Marys for Blaze. All right. Well, that's going to be a day. Happy Friday. First Friday. Happy Feast of St. Blaze. I hope you had a wonderful Candlemas yesterday. I hope you got your beeswax candles blessed and ready to go. Um, We have blessed beeswax candles, and we bought more this year, but unfortunately, we had an ice storm, and we were not able to attend Holy Mass on February 2nd. So hopefully, our priests will do some candle blessings on Sunday. I hope so, um, because we need more. I want to give some blessed candles to people I know and people I love, 
um, and just have some extras in different places. So that's our plan. Hopefully you've got your blessed candles ready to go. Uh, next week, we got Glenn Hudson coming on to answer all my questions about Gara Bondel. I just spoke with another uh, scholarly gentleman on a similar topic who might be coming on. Um, also, I've sent the invite and been in correspondence with Bishop Williamson, formerly of the Society of St. Pius X. Might have an interview with him next week or the week after. So lots of good shows coming up. Make sure you are subscribed. Hit the subscribe bell and you'll be notified. You can follow me at Dr. Taylor Marshall on Facebook. I have a page there where I stream these videos. On Twitter, my Twitter handle is Taylor R. Marshall. And then, of course, the most popular place is on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search Dr. Taylor Marshall. If you didn't see my video yesterday on Gara Bondel, it's really good. Um, not because of anything I've said about it, because I'm learning about it, and it connects with world events, particularly the Pope traveling to Moscow, which the Pope has twice indicated he's going to do, perhaps as early as this spring. It's pretty interesting, especially when you connect it with the death of Benedict on December 31st, who, which is the feast day of St. Sylvester, who, has, who was also a pope at the beginning of the conversion of Constantine and the integration of the empire, the state, with the church, and how that's all becoming unraveled right now. I mean, are we in prophetic times? It feels like it. It looks like it. All right, we're going to say a Hail Mary now for Biden. Ready? Let's do it. Nomini Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. If you want to learn your prayers in Latin, the Latin Mass. You want to learn the responses in the traditional Latin Mass. You want to learn how to pray the table prayer before your meals or to chant it in Latin. I've got a full online course that hundreds of people have taken, and it really benefits them. You probably don't have time to go back to college. You don't have time to take you know, an extensive course in Latin. But what you really want is to know how to pronounce Latin, to understand the basics of Latin and to be able to pray the basic Catholic prayers in Latin and to go to the Latin Mass and know what's going on. So if you want that, I have a special course for you and I'm including with it eight other courses, a course on the New Testament, the Old Testament, Catholic apologetics, Catholic philosophy, Catholic theology, church history with the fathers, medieval, counter-reformation, all that is included in a special package for you and you can take advantage of it at newsaintthomas.com, newsaintthomas.com, online courses that you stream to your TV, your laptop, your phone, your tablet. It's not expensive. For 30 minutes a week, you can get started and you'll learn a ton. You'll take your faith to the next level and you'll be much more confident. So check it out. Go to newsaintthomas.com. Saint is spelled out, newsaintthomas.com, and check out what I've prepared for you over there. All right. Until next time, remember our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. Happy feast of St. Blaise. St. Blaise, pray for us.